Chug that it's piping hot tea. I can die. I, I, I have two hands for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> Are you telling me you're gonna double fist a piping hot tea and a diet coke? In an ice cold diet coke, absolutely. <laughs> it's called balance. <laughs> you have two wolves inside of you. One is holding a diet coke and one is holding a piping hot tea. One has a bottle of Diet Coke and the other one has a mug of hot wait, Earl Grey tea. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Did you see that meme where it was like, you have two wolves inside of you, one of them snores going, me, 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 me. And the other one goes, <laughs> My Hong Shu one wins every time. <laughs> Welcome to Chism Time! <laughs> my name is Charlotte. My name is Margo. And, oh my god, we have so much to talk about. We are, there is such an There's update. so much to talk about. But first, Big, wonderful, happy update. We are now on Spotify. We are now on Spotify. We're now on Apple Music, Music. Apple Podcasts. We're on Amazon Podcasts, I believe. Amazon Kindle audiobook podcast thing. I believe. I've submitted us. Um, We're still on Podbean, and we are now on RSS, which I don't know if you can listen to RSS regularly, but we're on it. But we are there. Also, we are posting updates on my Instagram as of right now we probably will switch to an official Instagram at some point um but we're available everywhere um and we asked uh on my Instagram our latest poll was what should we talk about on our recording and two people answered one of them was my mother Hello, Mother. Hello, Lori. Hello, Lori Bell. Love, 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 love. Kissy. My mom asked uh, for us to talk about Trump. Cheeto Man. I think there's all, that's all that we have to say. Cheeto Man. Yeah. Cheeto Man. The greatest. <laughs> I am the greatest. The gr- the, what, is, what did he say? This is going to be huge. Huge. China. <laughs> Yeah, that's all we have to say. Um, and we had Margot's old roommate, Newbie, reach out and Newbie, she said she wants to talk about fake bitches. And we will definitely be talking about it because we, will be we getting have to tea. That. We have tea. But first, what's your little thing for the week? Do you have a little thing? My little thing for the week is my youngest sister came back into town yesterday. Unbeknownst to me, I had no idea. Um, she texted me and was like, what are you doing tonight? And I said, I'm going out for my coworker's birthday to a karaoke bar. And she was like, oh, awesome. And I said, why? And she was like, I'll be home at six. And I said, (laughs) when did this happen? (laughs) And she says, I'm currently driving right now. And I'm like, I'll see you at six. Then I forced her to come to the karaoke bar with me. Which was so fun. I think we as a friend group should do it because we would tear that shit up. Oh, we would. Yeah. I would it's love that. It's in Chantilly. Really? Yeah. I would love to go there. 
get Nick, Zach, Clay, Tuna, me, you. <laughs> we have no other friends. <laughs> that's, that's our entire friend group. That's the whole friend group. Uh, uh, what oh was my. your little thing? Oh, my little thing was my middle schoolers. I was so proud of them. I had them uh, perform. So next week they're doing a full, like, half one act of uh, Grim Brothers Spectaculathon, which is a really, really funny show. Um, and uh, they performed half of it for my directing class for um, my grade. And so we did, like, a whole field trip uh, yesterday, and they did so good, and I'm so proud of them. And we got in the car, and I was, like, I, like, turned on the, like, big bus rinky-deek van, and I was, like, I am so proud of you guys. Give yourselves a round of applause. And they all did a little round of applause. And then I was, like, you should be so proud of yourselves. Now zone out for the ride home. And I'm so proud of them. My DoorDash is here. Your DoorDash is here. Margot ordered DoorDash for Firehouse Subs. I got Firehouse Subs. <laughs> Love. love, love, love. Macaroni. <laughs> love, love, love. All right. Do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first because you want to eat? You go first because I do want to eat. Okay. So, let me get it out of the packaging first. Well, ASMR for everybody. Ooh. Mm. They put napkins in there. They are just about as bad as Subway. <clears throat> they give two napkins. Two napkins. Did you know that Chipotle started selling like little car mirror, like like a sun blocker, like tissue holders for their napkins? I gotcha. Eat that pickle. Um. Anyway, so what I'm gonna talk about is insane. It's still like this is kind of like my Roman Empire, and I think about it all the time. So, in 1990, there was this plane that took off. And it was going from, I think, London to Spain. Mm-hmm. And when it was... So they had, like, this guy who was the pilot who was, like, this is his last flight before retirement, right? Mm-hmm. He, they had a co-pilot, and he's, like, 10 years in the business. He knows what he's doing. Um, they have, like, this... They have, like, a chief head steward, attendant, whatever, like... All these people and like they were all kind of like this is our celebratory flight for this pilot that we've all worked with for like all these like our entire careers basically and so they took off from london and i believe let me check my laptop i believe like a few minutes i think yes so it took off at 7 20 mm-hmm. and then at 7 33, the pilot's windshield blew out. The entire front windshield of the airplane exploded. Oh my god. And it blew out. So the cabin immediately depressurized, and it sucked the senior captain out the window. However, the first... Who was it? The chief flight attendant... Like, saw, like, was right there when it happened. Mm-hmm. And so, basically what happened is the cabin depressurized. The co-pilot, like, hit his head, like, sat up, was like, holy shit, what the fuck? The pilot, like, slammed forward. Only, like, his seatbelt was keeping him in. And he was, like, fully, like... Mm-hmm. Like, 
basically being sucked out. So the chief flight attendant, the second steward and the third steward, came in, like, were holding on to shit and grabbed onto the pilot because he was, like, knocked unconscious. Mm -hmm. And slowly the pressure was, like, pulling the pilot out of the airplane, Mm -hmm. and they were, like, holding him by his ankles. (gasps) And, like, it was crazy. So first, so chief flight attendant passes out, I believe. Fourth steward comes in. So there's now three stewards holding onto the pilot by, like, his ankles, and his head is, like, there's pictures of him, like, with his full, like, hips up, outside banging on like the top like people like have recreated what it would have looked like Mm -hmm. and he's just completely out cold they think he's dead but they're like we're not gonna let go of the body like we Mm -hmm. have to hold on to him um one of the other stewards passes out so there's two left holding on to him and like one of them is like getting frostbite in his nose like Mm -hmm. crazy so while all of this is going on the co-pilot messages out to where was it I believe it was, like, Oxfordshire. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, that's when the thing burst. But anyway, they, they like, called out to something that was, like, really South England, and they were like, we need an emergency landing. And they were like, cool, um, do you know how to get there? And the co-pilot's like, no, I literally can't see anything, because there's, like, fog in the yeah. thing, and he's like, I can't see. And they're like, okay, well, we'll guide you. Just tell us, like, what you do see. And he was like, uh, I see this field, and I see this church. And, like, he was, like, explaining what he could see below him, because I guess they were below the clouds or something. And so they were like, okay, you're about this far out. And he basically had to make the landing blind, essentially. And once he made the landing, I believe his thing... One of his, I think it was one of his fingers or his thumb had frostbite on it, mm-hmm. and he was like death gripping onto the wheel, but like, so that happened. Um, but they safely landed the plane. All eighty-one passengers on the flight survived. All the stewards survived, and the pilot that was outside the aircraft survived. Oh my god! So what he had done is he was unconscious, and then he woke up when his head hit the outside of the airplane. Mm -hmm. He realized what was going on, and he flipped his body around so that his face was facing towards the airplane, so he wasn't, like, getting full force on his face. Mm -hmm. And it was just, like, but he, like, couldn't control his body. Mm -hmm. So he just, like, had his face like this, and he was, like, going like that. Oh, my God. But everybody survived. And I don't think anyone had to get surgery for the frostbite. But... Crazy thing is, it happened again to a different airplane, like, a year later. Were they just, like, faulty, like... So, what happened was, is, so, apparently, it says, so government investigators found out that the windshield had been replaced 27 hours earlier, but most of the bolts that were used were inappropriate. They were, like, the wrong (laughs) size or something. Mm -hmm. And, no, 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 sorry, that's not what it was. It was... They put the windshield in, but they put them at, like, the wrong spacing from each other. Mm -hmm. So it was, like, there wasn't enough equal pressure throughout the windshield. So it just, like, shattered. But I think about that all the time. From the pressure inside or the pressure outside? From the pressure outside. Mm. Like, 
once they reach, like, a certain altitude, like, yeah. the outside pressure just... Mm-hmm. Kind of like with um, Ocean Gate, <laughs> and how, like, the they reach a certain pressure and it... Yes. I have something to say about Ocean Gate. You have something to say about Ocean Gate? What must you say of Ocean Gate? I saw this thing on TikTok. Now I don't know if it's true or not. Mm-hmm. But you know how they said the... Um, whatever it was called. The thing, like, imploded. Mm-hmm. And there were no human remains. Mm-hmm. They said they found some. Hmm? Mm-hmm. The other day. What do you mean? Like remains of the ship? No, like human remains. And now I'm like, fuck. But I haven't ever, uh, I didn't have the energy to look it up, so I'm believing that. That's crazy. Right? I know that I saw like this jokey video of these people like in, like at the beach and they were like in the water of the beach and they were like, oh, what's this? They picked up like a sheet of metal and it said Ocean Gate on it. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know if I believe that one. <laughs> that seems a little too perfect. Um, <laughs> that'd be so funny. Like you're just like combing the beach for shells and you're like, oh, what is Ocean Gate. Mm, ocean Gate. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's like. The thing with Ocean Gate is that there was also, like, a theory that they, um, like, uh, what was it? Like, they purposefully made it not good so they would get insurance money or something. Mm. But it's also, like... It's a theory. (coughs) I also don't know if that's true. How's your sandwich? It's so good. It's really good. Mm -hmm. What kind of sandwich do you get? I can look it up. What does your taste buds tell you? There's bacon on it. <laughs> There's bacon? I can tell you the exact name. <laughs> oh my god, I saw this <laughs> I saw this thing on Hinge today. And it was this guy and he said, if vegans care about animal life so much, why do they keep eating their food? I saw that. <laughs> That's so funny. It's a beef and cheddar brisket. Ooh, yeah. But it has a bacon. Big on. <laughs> I commented back and I was like, it's because they want to become the animal. <laughs> they want to be the animal. <laughs> They're trying to, <laughs> like, whatever, like, transform their bodies. What was, the, what was that one book series? Oh my god, I know what you're talking about. Um, no, I know exactly what you're talking about because I saved a bunch of the films mm-hmm. on my Pinterest. Oh god. Animorphs. 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 They want an animorph. <laughs> <laughs> I love those covers. I was just on Pinterest and I was like, what? And it's like so, like a kid turning into a mosquito. And I was like, this is horrifying. They're so funny though. I read them too. I read um, Magic Treehouse. Oh, I did too. Magic Treehouse is so good. Yeah. Ooh. You hear that crack? That was crisp. Crisp Diet Coke. <clears throat> Let me get a swig of this and then I'll go into my shit. Okay. So, for people who are not our friends that are listening to this, or I guess not Nick, because Nick was a part of our conversation on this, um, we had a bunch of drama happen in May. I don't think we need to go into full detail about it. Basically... But- 
Basically, it was a weird situation, and it ended up splitting the friend group. Not even splitting it. It cut two people out. It cut two people out. And it was weird, and we didn't get a resolution to why they cut us out until, like, August. And we thought that they were done, and then Margot's boyfriend (laughs) decided to spill the beans... Well, he's ex-boyfriend. Yes, ex-boyfriend. Um, go ahead. So my ex and I broke up August. Okay? Mm-hmm. <coughs> this is the same ex, by the way, a few episodes ago when we were playing his voice message for you guys. This is that same ex. Yeah. We, so I started the breaking up process in June because I was done, but he was he's very manipulative, and he gets what he wants all the time. And I, when I care about someone, have a very weak resolve. So I let him manipulate me, and then we didn't officially break up until August. And so then every day after we broke up, he would send me voice messages. And then it got to a point where I blocked him on everything, and um, he, I forgot to block him on Cash App, and so he would cash app me money with little messages. I never responded, but I did take the money. Um, took us out for ramen. I took Charlotte and I out on a little date for ramen, <laughs> which was very nice. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, but in my little brain, my brain said, you blocked him on everything. You're good. Your email doesn't know it. He doesn't know it for sure. Because this motherfucker couldn't remember my work schedule, which stayed the same for months. Um, so the other night, I log into my, log into my email just to have a little look-see. Because I have notifications, and I like to get rid of them. And there are voice messages like he just took them on his phone like he was trying to send me text messages but copied the voice message put it in an email and then copied the next one and put it in another email and in these voice messages it is him saying that i am the most manipulative mean lying um gaslighting diabolical person ever and that I prey on people who are more insecure than I am because doing that makes me feel better because I am so insecure which granted I have my insecurities but I don't prey on others to make myself feel better um then there was also he told me we're getting very close tonight he told me I was bad in bed he told me I was boring and that it was work to have sex with me. <laughs> work. But I'm the one. I'm so sorry, Lori. Lori <laughs> 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 Beth, I, I will tell you this all in person. <laughs> a, much G, a much more G-rated version. But I was the person who was suggesting different positions. We should try something new. Let's go do this. And maybe, you know, that'll spark some joy. 
And then we'll Marie Kondo our sex life. Yeah, let's Marie Kondo our sex life. <laughs> Could you imagine you're having sex and Marie Kondo crawls out from under the bed? Does this spark joy? <laughs> um, <laughs> and every time I would suggest something like that, he would say no. He'd always be like, oh, no. I don't want to do that. Let's not do that. That's too much. And I'm like, it's literally not too much. Like, that would make me happy, and that would ultimately make this process go smoother. <laughs> so you don't just have to spit on it and stick it in, like a caveman. Um, <clears throat> good woman, good. Then he also told me <laughs> that he spilled the beans on who was talking shit about me. My ex-boyfriend, his name is Daniel, okay? If you live in the DMV and you know a guitar player who does music full-time and his name is Daniel and he has red hair that's my ex-boyfriend and you should spit on him maybe give him a good little smack on the cheek with a glove yeah maybe yeah. you know maybe a little egg on the windshield a little egg on the windshield suck on a Jolly Rancher for a couple minutes stick it on there yeah on his windshield yeah um slash three not four tires yeah what she said. Yeah. But anyway, he's Daniel had spilled the beans. Had spilled the beans. Um he in these voice messages, he said, "Lindsay, my ex-best friend of 15 years. We met in kindergarten. Her name is Lindsay. If you live in Richmond and go to VCU and you know a blonde Jewish girl named Lindsay, yeah, that's her. Also, you know, bash her teeth in." <laughs> um Please don't actually do that. I do not want to be held liable for anything. <laughs> this is all legend. This is all le- all of my like things are legend. But Lindsay and Daniel had been talking two days after we broke up, and he feels so much more connected to her, and he feels like he can talk about his emotions with her so much more, and he feels like she's just genuinely a nicer person, and that Charlotte and I are mean girls. But with the, with the beach trip this past summer, I was asked to not tell anyone that Lindsay and Nick were Lindsay talking. Lindsay and Nick were talking. And then I was also asked separately. In, like, February. Beach trip happened in May. Beach trip happened in May. This, I was asked in February by these two people. Lindsay and Megan. Mm-hmm. Megan is a different person. She will come in later. So, Nick and Megan were talking in February. Nick was like, hey, think I'm done. I think you're just a better friend than, and I'm not interested in that way. And she was like, cool. We thought that she was over him because she started talking to this other guy. Um, and she also never talked about Nick again. Yeah. Found out on the beach trip. That was a fucking lie, apparently. Yeah. yeah. She wanted me to tell. So, Megan asked me... And me. And Charlotte. To not tell anyone that she's talking to Nick and that she likes Nick's. Like. Yeah. And so, I took that very seriously. Because if you know me in real life, I can't keep a secret to save my fucking life. Okay? <laughs> I was telling you, Margaret. It is it. so it's like, bad. It's that video of, like, that guy from Climbing the Chits Meeples. Sam! 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 Mm-hmm. But instead it's... Charlotte! 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 Yeah. Mama, 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 mama. And so then... About, it was like two or three weeks later, yeah. we all go to ex-boyfriend Daniel. He has a gig in a town 
nearby where we all live. Yeah. And so I invite everybody, and I invite Lindsay and Nick and other friends that were live nearby. And um, Nick and Lindsay really hit it off there. Mm-hmm. They really hit it off there. This is three weeks later after Megan asked me not to say anything. Megan was not here right. at it this was, gig. Yes. It was me, Margo, Nick, Lindsay, and then a different person. Yeah. Another person that we do not talk to anymore. Um, for valid reasons. Um, and so they hit it off. And at the time, I'm still working with Lindsay at our old job. And so, like, two or three days after that, Lindsay and I are both working. And she's like, hey... I, like, I really need to, like, I need to ask you not to tell anybody that I'm talking to Nick. And I was like, okay. Megan is also talking to Nick. And these are her exact words. He can talk to whoever he wants. And I made it very clear that he was talking romantically to Megan at the same time. And she was like, I don't care. That's okay. Because she had just gotten out of a... Very bad four-year-long relationship. Very bad four-year-long relationship. And so I was like, sick. You know that's fine with me. I will keep it a secret. And I did so good. And they got mad at me for doing what they asked me. So it was the first night of the beach it was, we it was got there. It was literally me, Margot, Lindsay, and Turner drive down together. And... Everything's good. We're, like, the second people to get there. Slay gets there first. Um, and we're all kind of hanging out. We're waiting for Megan and her niece, who's, like, 21, and, like, Daniel and his friend to come. And we're waiting for, like, Nick. Nick is, like, oh, I'm going to show up at, like, 1 in the morning. And we're, like, cool. Awesome. Great. It's going to be had, a party night. He had yeah. vinyls and whatever. Yeah. So we planned. So we planned to stay up late. So we, we get there. And I'm, like, unpacking my stuff. Margo comes into the room that I'm sharing with Lindsay. Lindsay's not in there. She closes the door and she goes, I need to tell you something. <laughs> and I, I couldn't hold it anymore. Like, because I was, like, freaking out at this point. Because I was, like, you know, it was fine when we weren't in one house yeah. sharing the house together. It, wasn't it also, like, Megan, like, the day of, she was like, oh, my God, I was so excited to see Nick. No, that was Lindsay. Oh, so that was Lindsay. Here's the oh, thing. Oh, oh, yes, here's yes, the situation. Yes. So we get there, we unpack, we go to the grocery store. We buy groceries, which first of all was fucking annoying because Jeez. no one else paid for groceries and I was like, Charlotte, do you need money? And we're trying to send you money. And uh, so, uh, yes, yeah, so we get groceries. Margot comes into my room, slams the door. <laughs> she I tells blow me up on her because I just can't hold it in anymore. And so, like, I'm optimistic. I'm like, oh, well, you know. Megan's over him. She was talking to the dog guy. Like, she's fine. Whatever. Um, I was wrong. Six hours later, at one in the morning... Here's what happened. (laughs) It is the girls of the beach trip. We are sitting outside. I am drinking. Everybody's drinking. We're We're drinking. We're all drinking. Lindsay has smoked half a blunt at this point. Lindsay opens her fucking mouth. Okay? Here's the thing. Charlotte and I, opposite ends of the table... I was across from her. And then, so like. Lindsay opens her mouth and says, I, I, I want to tell you guys something. So I really like Nick. I panic inside. Internally, I am screaming because I'm like, I'm so fucking screwed. I, I kept my secret, but they both like him. Like, what the fuck am I supposed to do now? And so I'm like, yeah, I really like him too. He's so nice. And then you say something and I don't remember I was, what you said. I was, 
So in my so when you t- when you burst into my room and you were like bah, 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 I'm like well Megan doesn't really care it's fine and so I was like oh my gosh Lindsay that's so good like I'm I'm so glad that you like him he's a really great guy and so if me and Margot are north and west Lindsay and Megan are south and north I mean sorry we're no, east we're, west we're east we're west. east west Lindsay, Lindsay and, and Megan, Megan are north and south yes yes and so we're all looking at Lindsay and then Megan from the other side of the table goes oh really. That's interesting because I like Nick. And I and went then both Megan and Lindsay whip their heads to me. And they're like just they're like, we told you that we like that I liked him at the same time. And I was like, I didn't tell anyone. Like I, I didn't tell anyone. And then I was like, Megan, I thought you liked that other guy. Yeah. And then you chimed in with something. I blacked out. Literally just fully blacked it was, out. It was when Megan spoke up, it was just like cold water. And I was like, oh, God, what? I felt all of the blood drain from my face and my heart hit my ass so just, hard. I was like, I am so screwed. I felt The one so... time I did something right and kept my mouth shut, I get in trouble for it. I shouldn't have gotten in trouble for it because they both specifically asked me don't ever tell me something you don't want me to tell Charlotte, like, or anyone else. I didn't even tell my fucking boyfriend. I didn't even tell Daniel. I was yeah. like, so, I'm so good at keeping secrets now. And then it was like, <coughs> no, and then I think Nick showed up later. Nick showed think, up, this was at like, maybe uh, like 11, 11, 1130-ish. We all sit out there, and we are, I'm trying to save my life at this point. Charlotte is just trying to keep the peace. I was like, Lindsay and Megan oh, that's so freaking out. Yeah. Like, so basically, like, I try and find a way to be like, well, you know, like, I, why don't, why don't you two talk? We'll, we'll go inside. You, you guys talk about this. I think it's better if you two hear it from each other. And we're like, okay, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna go inside. So like, we went in and I think it was like, they stayed out for like two hours and then at one point I'm like texting Nick the address and like hey it's gonna be here 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 and I go out to open up like the weird gate for him to park he parks I walk in I'm like all right I'll see you inside I later turn around watch him come in and then watch Lindsay and Megan follow him well good didn't you tell him didn't you tell him at the door you were like you have to choose Yes, I was like, you, I was like, and I, rem- you I specifically up. remember you coming to me telling me that, and I was like, I, I am so screwed. Like no, night I, one of the beach trip was fucked. Night it was one the and beginning the last of night. hell for me, honestly, because first of all, I planned that entire beach trip. I put so much effort into it. I tried to make like sure everyone got to do whatever they like, everything that they wanted. Like, but there was ten people. How are you supposed to plan for 10 people that you are in no way related to? Like, And it's also just like, it was literally, no matter what we did, we were all in the same house. Yeah. And it's like, we couldn't... We couldn't get away from each other. Yeah. And it also was like, it was like, for me, I had been like, oh yeah, this is going to be like kind of like my birthday trip, because I've never done that before. Yeah. And it was the week before my birthday, and Lindsay's birthday's in the beginning of the month, and so I was like, oh, we could just do like a thing. Yeah. Um... And so I was already, like, anxious, first of all, because I planned it. I wanted everybody to be, like, happy and have a good time. Mm-hmm. And then, second of all, I was like, fuck, I don't even like my birthday. <laughs> Why did I do this? <laughs> and, like, I 
It was. It, it was. It was just horrible. It was and horrible. Daniel was so stupid the, the whole time. time. He wasn't even like he wasn't even there half the time because he was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go spend the day with his best friend and his best friend's grandparents because they live down there," and then um, he was gone for like an entire day, and I was left there, and I you know, made sure I was drinking every single day because I yes. have, like, a hard no if I'm drinking. We're not having sex. And then, like, also on that beach trip, it's, like, one... It's, like, the third or fourth... It's, like, the third day because we were there for five days. Mm-hmm. It's the third day, and I'm, like, in the shower, already in my head because I was, like, in my head about the Lindsay and Nick thing and the Lindsay... Or the Lindsay, Nick, and Megan thing. Mm-hmm. And then I was, like, okay... It's cool. We don't have to do a birthday thing. I'm totally fine with that. But I had called my mom earlier that day and just cried on the phone because everything was so overwhelming. And she was like, Megan's here. And Megan's my oldest sister, who basically is a second mom. And so she was like, I'm so sorry, honey. And I just immediately started crying. And so I was like, I went inside to go take a shower. And Daniel comes in the bathroom. And he's like, are we doing anything for your birthday? And that just automatically made me start crying again. And he was like, oh, babe, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't mean it. Like, you could just tell them. And he, like, I'm in the shower. And when I am crying in the shower, I want no one to touch me or even talk to me. That, is, that, my, that is my private hot water time. It is my private I'm going to boil myself time. Okay? He undresses. Gets in the shower. I forgot he did this. He undresses, gets in the shower, and I'm like sobbing, and that just makes it worse. Because my thing is, is like, he's like, I know what'll make this better. Just strips. (laughs) Me being, you know, successfully drunk for the past three days. That just tipped me over the edge. And I was like, get out of the shower. And I'm already like, there are select men that I like to date. It is a very, very few select men that I will date. And then the rest, women. Like, Mm -hmm. they just like, I don't think a woman would have ever done that to me. And if she had, I'd be more okay with it. Yeah. But also, give me my personal space. Don't get in the shower with me. Also, I just think showering with your partner is a little weird. I'm like, let me wash my asshole alone. (laughs) I don't want you to watch me, like, collect my hair at the end. (laughs) You don't need to watch that. Don't watch me make art with my hair on the wall, okay? (laughs) Like, it just feels awkward. And so I was, like, crying. I told him to get out. And he was like, no. And then, like, tried to hug me. And I was like... And the thing is, there was only two bathrooms in this house. People had to shower after me. And so I was like, this is my only time to cry because I refuse to cry in front of my friends. Like, and so I get out. He finishes his shower because apparently he needed a shower. (laughs) Then I call my mom again to tell her about what Daniel did. And she was like, honey, it's okay. And I'm like, mom, I just want my personal space. (laughs) And so then I like collect myself and I'm like, okay, I gotta go by. I love you. And then like, she hangs up, I hang up, I get dressed and I walk out of the room and I'm like, everyone knows I just cried. (laughs) Everyone fucking knows it. But like it, Clay did know. I feel like little baby Slay, my eyes were puffy and my nose was red and he was like, you good? And I was like, 
And it was yes. like, I, it, it was like d- around dinner time. So I just went to the kitchen and started making dinner. <laughs> like, like helping you make dinner. And I was just like, silent. Help, help. <laughs> do things like, I have to do something to distract me. So, and then, so then it was, then, so Nick had to leave, Nick had to leave a day early. Nick had to leave on the night of day four. And so, cause he would have like had a graduation thing. And so he, so he was like, I'm going to leave early and I'm going to leave at night. And we're like, cool. Okay. So this whole time, Nick and Lindsay and Megan, apparently Lindsay and Megan have been having like these powwows and whatever. And they're like talking about what's going on. And apparently Lindsay tells Nick, Hey, Nick, um, you should go and talk to Megan because Megan's really upset about it. And he goes, okay, cool. Um, first of all, does a cool, uh, little, he d- so he basically goes outside with Megan and he's like, "Hey, we're I'm skipping so- over so much information." I know, but it's we need to get to why we brought it up today. So we've been skip. Here's my thing: we've been skipping around it for the past nine episodes. Yeah, we need to. I just feel like yes, our listeners, our eight people who listen, yes, um, should know the whole story. It's- Lindsay, Lindsay, and Nick. I will just say this, would make multiple trips to the grocery store for one item. They would say, oh, I need toilet paper, and be gone for four hours. How long do you think it takes to get toilet paper? 30 minutes max. Because the grocery store was down the street. It's like three blocks away. Like, it took, like, I remember like they five like, minutes to get there. Yeah. And they were gone for hours. Yeah. And I'm, like, in my head, turning the wheels. I'm like, mm. Hmm. Something's going on. Mm-hmm. It was going on. It the was wheels also, were turning then, Nicholas. It was also like you were, you would, it was interesting to, when you were at the house with Megan and she heard them saying leave for the grocery store and she's like, okay, cool. And then she would continually look at the clock and like she would just like, ugh, and make her a little bit sadder. And I was like, God, what a great friend you are, Lindsay. What a great best friend you have, Megan. Oh, what a great best friend you have. Yeah, okay. so so they're basically doing this the whole time. Like, whenever we go down to the beach, Nick and Lindsay are flirting. Cool. In um, front of Megan, and it was just like, what just are we shameless. doing here? Like, um, anyway, so fourth night, Lindsay's like, you need to go talk to Megan. Megan's really upset, and it goes, cool. He goes, he takes Megan outside, and he's like, listen, I don't feel this way about you, and I like Lindsay instead because of these reasons, and... I'm sorry, Nick, you were very specific in the wrong way. (laughs) Very specific. Very specific in the wrong way, and it made Megan cry. Then! Then. This is, like, before he leaves. Nick takes Lindsay into the laundry room. I think he has told us not to explicitly say what happens. I'm not going to explicitly say what happens, but you can let your mind wander. They They were in there. They had some fun moments. They had a fun farewell. Um... Megan is crying a wall away. It like 10 feet away. Because Megan and her niece are on the couch bed. The pull-out bed. And they're in the laundry room. Which is 10 feet away. And so that's and happening while Megan's crying. Her eyes out. Nick high-fives Lindsay. Cool. Goodbye. Um, the next day, we go to the aquarium. Arguably the worst day of worst the beach day. trip. We get in the car. Me, Megan... No, no, me, me, Margo, and Lindsay. Yeah. We get in the car, 
and we're driving. Me and Margot are like, tee-hee-hee, Nick's gone. This is going to be a great day. <laughs> so um, hopeful. So hopeful. Halfway so to the aquarium, hopeful. Lindsay is reading a text off her phone. She says, oh, my God, Megan cried all night last night. And me and she Margo, says this with no guilt in her heart. And me and Margot lock eyes in the front seats, and I go, what? <laughs> because I am we, all, silent. we all passed out before Nick left. Um, and Lindsay goes, oh, my God, tells us everything that I just told you guys. And we go, huh. And, like, me and Margot don't know how to respond. Yeah. And we get to the aquarium. First of all, it's raining. Not the best day. Not the. I mean, it's an aquarium day. If you're at the beach, when it's raining, you go. You to go the to an aquarium. indoor aquarium. Um, and we get there. We buy our tickets. We do whatever. Lindsay and I go to the bathroom. Here's where it went down south for me. Um, so Lindsay and I go to the bathroom. Yeah. So right? when you walk in, there's like a little like welcome area with like a gift shop, and then you walk down the ramp. And on the right, there's a men's room and a women's room, and then there's one door leading into an exhibit. And then a little bit further down, there's another door leading into the same exhibit. And so I was... But the thing is that the further door is the one you go in from, which is weird. It was weird. So, and it's like this whole, like, penguin treasure hunt thing. And the aquarium is so geared for kids, which was such a weird thing to be around during this day. Yeah. Is, like, little kid, like, posters and, like, little, like, you know, like, sensory stuff. Anyway... You know I touched on the sensory thing. Oh, so. the Sam oh. thing? I oh, love God, that Sam thing. I loved thing. it. I could have spent the entire time there. And the little ball. Yeah. Ball thing. I spent a good three minutes doing that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Lindsay and I go to the bathroom. We're talking normally. How we always do. Mm-hmm. Um, how we've always talked to each other. And I'm saying, probably complaining about fucking Daniel. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm also a tad bit hungover at this day. Yeah. So I'm, I'm pissed off in general. Yeah. Like, and the whole thing in the car irritated me because I was yeah. like, this is my one stress-free day. Nick isn't even here. Why are we still talking about it? Yeah. And so we come out of the bathroom. I get a text message from you. Yes. Telling me where to go, but Lindsay and Lindsay and I didn't understand it. So we went on the on one of the wrong doors or we, entryways. We went into the further door, but... You guys went into the closer door. And the whole thing was, like, I was, like, okay, you're going to... And because there's, like, this other, like, little weird walk-in room in between the doors. And I was, like, trying to explain, like, you're going to go want to go to this one with, like, the glow-in-the-dark fish or something. Yeah. And, yeah. and was that also, was totally on me for not reading it right. Oh, because I was, whatever. like, whatever. It doesn't matter. It led to the right... It's a, we all yeah. met at the Penguins. But it yeah. was, like... The other thing is that I was, like, surrounded by the guys, and I was, like, worried that you guys were going to get lost. And then I was, like, what's going to happen to my friends? And it was, like, And, like, my thing, my own personal thing is, is, like, if someone goes to the bathroom, the entire group waits until they come out. Because that's just, like, what we've always done, but Daniel is just a force to reckon with. Daniel and Luke were, like, we're going to go there. And I was, like, guys, we need to And the guys, like, just follow them because they're, like, oh, yeah, let's go. They're not actually listening, you know? But and so, then we come out. I start arguing with Daniel because I'm that was off. that was so funny. Me walking out and you guys right behind me and Daniel goes, "What's wrong?" And I just heard you go, <laughs> and I was <laughs> on site with him though. And the thing <laughs> is, like, I I was like, I'm gonna try and keep 
my sweet brother Turner away from this. And I was like, ooh, let's go look at the water balls. Yeah. So I was like, I heard that. I was so aware of everything else and everyone else around me that I was like, anytime I would cuss, I was like, why would you fucking leave me like that? I don't know where I'm going in this place. I can't believe you. So I felt like little Bo Peep with like her, like, little cane and I was like grabbing everybody and shoving them down the ramp and I was like we're gonna go we're gonna, so, we're gonna leave them alone because Margot is explosive yeah. when she's hungover pissed off and angry with Daniel so they were arguing like a few minutes later we find ourselves in like the like tunnel walk under like the sharks and the turtles and the mm-hmm. coral reef and stuff. at this point the group has broken up yes we have all gone our separate ways yes. I'm stuck with Daniel and his best friend Margo's with all the guys. I'm with the guys, and I'm making it incredibly uncomfortable for them on purpose, except you're, for Slay. You're with the guys and Lisa, because Lisa was still there. Yes. And I was with Megan and Lindsay, and we, there was, okay, funny thing about this aquarium, they have one sloth. They I thought there have, was two. There were two, but they only have one little room for them, and they, it is the sloth room, and it's literally like a... Like an oval, like enclosure. It is very small. That is just goes from floor to ceiling, and there's just a little like donut loop around them, and then there's a mini sloth gift shop, with this really sweet old woman that worked there. But anyway, I'm with Megan and Lindsay, and I'm like, my options are either sit with them, and listen to them talk about the whole Nick thing that happened last night because they hadn't had time, quote unquote, alone. To talk about it. Or I venture off, face my social anxiety, and try and find the rest of my friends. I'm going to go with the first option. And so literally, they're sitting there for like 45 minutes talking about this, hearing each other out. Let's let's really hash this out. Let's get deep into our emotions. And I am looking at two sleeping sloths. <laughs> In a basket. Like, I'm like, "Mm, this is the most interesting thing in this entire aquarium. And I'm just like, I don't know what to do. And so eventually, I, like, usher them out. We end up leaving the aquarium. Daniel's like, "Mm, I'm hungry. He uses his little, like, pirate hand (laughs) on the eyebrow, gaze across the bay. While it's raining. While it's raining. He spots... Paula Deans. <laughs> he he puts his foot up on a rock, goes, hmm, where can I the find the real option that he chose? The only option he chose was Paula Deans. I did not want to go there. Oh I was overstimulated. And at that point on the verge of tears. Because I already felt so bad about like arguing with him in a public place. Like, even when I, when I argued with him in a private place, I would cry about it. Just because I'm, like, I'm not, like, a mean person. I just, I, you irritate me yeah. to no end, and he doesn't stop. And so everyone else agreed. We're all just like, yeah, sure, let's get food. We're kind of hungry. We go, okay, family-style restaurants are the stupidest style of restaurants. They are. It's like, just let me order my own separate thing. It is very, the whole experience extremely overstimulating for a giant group of autistic people. Yes. Essentially. Except for Clay and Zach. Zach wasn't there. Oh, right. Zach wasn't there. Except for Clay. Yeah, except for Clay. Clay is the most normal friend we have. (laughs) 
And so literally, it was us trying to figure it out. First of all, the food, not that good. Not that great. Um, Megan and Luke booed out because Megan's like, I'm depressed. I'm going to leave. And we're like, okay. Luke just wasn't hungry. Yeah. So they left. We eat this horrible food. I will say a mac and cheese was good. They ate this horrible food. We leave. Get back to the house. And then I think that we all... Oh, and then... Me, I, you, and Lindsay. Me, yes. Me, you, and Lindsay went, drove. I was like, hey, I'm going to run to the grocery store. Do you guys want anything? They are like, no. I drop them off at the house. I go and get them an ice cream cake. Because <laughs> I was like, we need to celebrate this birthday. I'm a birthday girl. So I go, I get them an ice cream cake. I get little candles. I stick it in the freezer, still in the bag. And I'm like, mission accomplished. This is going to be great. I was wrong. Um, <laughs> so we're kind of hanging out. We eventually eat dinner. Um, and I'm like, everybody come here. Family meeting. We're going to have cake. <laughs> I light the candles. They blow them out. Everyone goes to bed without saying a word. We wake up in the morning. Megan and Lisa leave first. They are out of there. Um, well, that was after the whole... That night, we all just, stayed up, like, really late. It was really bad. And um, um, Megan told us about what Nick said. Lindsay put her input in. I cried to Daniel. Um, it was just a mess. It was a mess. So Megan and Lisa leave first. They leave first. Everybody leaves. End of beach trip. End of beach we trip. We ha- did not hear anything from Megan and Lindsay until August. And that was in May. That was like the first week in May that we went on this beach trip. But like the whole summer we were seeing these photos of like them hanging out together and all this stuff. And I would be reaching out to Lindsay and being like, hey, do you want to hang out? Are you doing okay? How are you? I gave everyone a solid like two or three weeks after the beach trip to kind of decompress. Yeah. Um, And, you know, we forgave Nick. Because we love our Nikki baby. We do love our Nikki baby. And also, baby. Just, we didn't hear from the other two. So we were like... There's nothing... At the, in that situation, there was no one else we could listen to yeah. about what happened yeah. from their perspective. Yeah. And so, like, we were hanging out with Nick. They were hanging out with each other. Lindsay was ignoring me or, like, brushing me off. And so I stopped responding. And then August, I um, texted her and I was like, hey... Did I do something wrong? And if I did, like, I'm really sorry. Like, it took me so long to realize it. And she sent me this long text message about how I'm such a horrible friend and how I, you know, didn't, like, support her when she needed support. But here's the thing she needed support about. Tension alopecia. She has been diagnosed with that for two years. I have heard about it. I had heard about it for a year and a half every single day. Do you think... One comment, she made, me, she made one comment in the car on the way down there, mm-hmm. talking about it. And I said, that really sucks, being honest, without sugarcoating anything anymore, mm-hmm. because I was tired of it. And that would have happened anyways, without the beach trip, mm-hmm. because I was at my, I was done. And so then, apparently, that was the, that was the straw that broke the camel's back for her, apart mm-hmm. from the Nick situation. Me being a bad friend is me saying... That her having alopecia sucks. After I've heard about it every single day for a year and a half. So then I was like, okay. And she was like, we should discuss this in person. And I said, I'm free this day. Are you free that day? She says, no, I'm really busy. And so in my mind, that's on her to reschedule it. 
because I've already suggested mm-hmm. something. She never did. And then, now we're getting to recent. <laughs> uh. So Margaret's getting all these voice memos from Daniel, and we're like, cool, Lindsay and Megan, out of the picture, whatever. They're doing their own thing. Because I also reached out to Megan, and like we had kind of talked, and I was like, hey, when's a good time for me to, I want to come back down and visit you. And she was like, oh, okay, I'll let you know when, and she never did. Mm-hmm. So we're like, you know, ha ha ha, tee hee hee. Daniel, whatever. And then the other night, Daniel leaves voice memos in her email about Lindsay. And I post this TikTok that's, like, on this kind of small trend that's going around where it's, like, uh, December 2023 talking to January 2023, 2023 me. And you're, like, January is, like, <gasps> and so I posted a video about that. And Lindsay, like spam commented all of these things about me being a mean girl and me bullying her and me manipulating her and how like just all this bad stuff and I was like what the fuck is this and so Nick Margot and I are on our Stardew co-op and we're playing and Nick is like oh my no 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 sorry no. We're, we're it's just us at this point it's just us so I go Oh, I, oh, Daniel sent me an email. Yes. Because I didn't think to block someone on my email. Didn't he also make a new email to email me? He made a new email to email me. Um, and he sent me, he sent me all these voice messages explaining what I explained earlier. And then after that, because I'm shaking, because anytime I get upset Mm -hmm. or angry, like I felt sick to my stomach you know, I'm shaking, like, I'm sweating because I'm stressed out about this now because my feelings are hurt because my ex-boyfriend and my ex-best friend essentially are fucking in my mind because that's the first thing I go to because I know Lindsay. I've never shamed her for doing things the way she does things because I do a lot of the same things Mm -hmm. in a different way, though. (laughs) Um, So... We're on this call, I think the next... And we, like, fill in Nick on everything, Mm because he joins the call. Next day, Nick texts us, and he's like, oh, my God, Lindsay just messaged me, and she wants to call me. And we're like, hmm? And so we're Mm -hmm. like, give it a try? This was Thursday, I remember, because I was leaving work. Yeah. Um, And so me and Margo later are just online looking at apartments, and we're like, you know... Talking about whatever. Nick joins the call and he goes, I just got off the phone. And we're like, That call took like two hours, too. Yeah. And he was like, this is what Lindsay said. She denies being with Daniel. She denies... um, Talking to him frequently. Yeah. Um, She is not going to say sorry for the things that she said. Mm -hmm. Um... She thinks that we are manipulative, we are the mean girls, we are the bullies, we make fun. Apparently, she said that we make fun of her body and Megan's body, which we never have. No. Um, and she apparently told Nick that Megan is the most angry. That out of the two of them, Megan's most angry, which I find insane. I think it's odd because... Megan has no right to be the most angry in this situation because, first of all, she didn't lose friends. Second of all, she was not blamed for something that wasn't even her fault. Mm -hmm. If anyone's going to be the most angry in this situation, I feel like it's going to be me. Mm -hmm. 
And I am angry about this situation, and I think it's going to take me a while to get over it. Because first of all, don't fucking get mad at me for doing what you asked me to do. Like, yeah, that doesn't make sense. You specifically said, don't tell anyone. And then Lindsay also specifically said, don't tell anyone. I informed Lindsay that Nick was talking to Megan. She said, that's okay. And then I talked to Nick the other night, and he was like, he was like, Lindsay probably orchestrated this entire thing, and she probably did remember that, you know, you you told her that I was talking to Megan at the same time. I just, it's, it's... Which is like, the whole thing also blows my mind that Lindsay thinks you and I are manipulative, and that we, like, body shame people, and that we're, like, especially me, who preys on insecure people. I'm sorry. The, Why would I do that? The other thing that's so interesting to me is how she also said that she was... She, apparently that she and Megan were so upset in how we treated our other ex-friend. Which literally was just me closing contact. I didn't even not do anything. Like, and the other thing is that Megan would rip on that ex-friend. Mm-hmm. Without, like, not being provoked. I would just be like, oh my gosh, this person messaged me. And she'd be like, that fucking, and just rip. That fucking bitch, we don't even fucking like her. So, like, and it's just, it's, it's insane. And then the other thing is, like, she... What was the other thing that they said? They, she was, like, um... They called us toxic. They said, oh, they're super toxic. It's... I'm sorry. I tried to fix the situation. It's also, like, I felt like the entire time that we were down there, it was, like, I don't know how to remedy this. I don't know what they need. I don't know how I can assist in this situation because yeah. at that time it was literally just them talking and i was like this is what they need they need to talk to each other and yeah. figure this out they need to talk to nick and figure it out and then it was over and i was like i don't know what to do with this i'll see if they want to hang out and they didn't and then they were like you guys made fun of my face you made fun of my nose you made fun of my body you made fun of all this stuff it's like no we didn't no like we were only ever encouraging to them like and i'm sorry if i the only time that I can ever think of that I said something that might have made Lindsay think that I was quote-unquote bullying her was she posted a photo. It was, like, in an old group chat that we had, and she posted a photo of, her, like, her kindergarten yearbook photo. Mm-hmm. And she was like, look at this little kid. And that was it. And I said, oh, my gosh, you are so cute. And she said, that is incredibly rude. How dare you? And, like, I think that she was talking about her nose or something. And I was like, no, I thought you were a really cute kid. Even before her nose job, I was like, Lindsay's so beautiful. Yes. Like, she has always been. And I will, I'm not going to, like, talk bad about her appearance. Like, the, the thing Lindsay is, she's genuinely a gorgeous, a gorgeous person. person. Megan is, too. And I have never once been like, oh, you're ugly. Like, you're, you're too skinny. Go eat a fucking burger like, or something. I would never say that to her because I don't think that. Like, whenever it was you, me, and Lindsay hanging out, I was like, Lindsay is the big pretty one. Margo is, like, the popular one, and I'm here. And it's, like, the thing with It's Megan, not even, like, I, I would never, like, in, whenever, like, we hang out, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm just here. You know, yeah. and it's, like, personal insecurities when you hang out with people that, like, because you love them so much and you care about them. Like, yeah. you always think, like, they're so beautiful and so gorgeous. And it's, like, 
I like think that of you and it's just like yeah cool and so it's like <laughs> the fact is is that it was also the thing is that is so surprising me is that like I have done this so many times with so many of my ex-friends and I really like should have known to stop but when Lindsay and I were in kindergarten through like fifth grade she had a lot of bad stuff going on at home and we opened our house for her and she was literally at she would ride the bus to my house every single day yeah and she would spend the day at my house and then she would go home when it was time for bed because that's just what she needed because her household was a mess and it's like we did that for years and it was like she was my best friend for a very very long time yeah like, most of my childhood memories is with me and Lindsay. Yeah. And so it's just, like, I don't think I've ever... I don't think I've ever considered myself mean to her. If I have, that's my fault. And I need to rethink how I was talking to her, I guess. But it's just, like... It's... And it's also, like, Lindsay is a very sensitive person. Like, extremely sensitive. You say one thing in an off tone, and she's like, you hate me. And, like, I used to be like that. And I had to go to, like, serious therapy. Like, I was going, like, twice a week to get myself in shape to be able to talk to people regularly and not freak out if they were, like, having... If that person individually was having an off day and I did nothing to upset them and they talked to me in an off tone to not have a full breakdown about it. Like, and the thing is, here's also another thing. She is, her major in college is psychology. And she is calling the two of us manipulative and unstable. Unstable. And honestly, we are considerably more stable than she is yes and megan yes because i am not 26 27 you know having a crush on a 23 year old guy literally talking to him for three weeks for three weeks you talked to him for three weeks and then you didn't talk to him until you saw him in may on a beach trip and And you had a six year long relationship style breakdown about it yeah And then I'm also, I am 23, but I'm also not a 23-year-old girl who would choose a girl she literally just met over your two best friends of 15 years. Yeah, because Lindsay and Megan didn't meet until the day of the beach trip. Until the beach trip. Like, they met day of, I think, our first official conversation as a friend group outside of the group chat was when Lindsay said, oh my god, guys, I think I like Nick, like, a lot. And I'm not saying you can't have, like, best friendships that, like, just click. But I'm also saying, like, where's the fucking loyalty there? Yeah. Because I I would have done anything for Lindsay. And I, like, would do anything for Charlotte, except for maybe kill someone, because then I would just turn myself in. Um, no, I'd kill someone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly, we would do these things. Um, but it's just frustrating because I'm like, dude, two days ago before the beach trip, you were telling me that I was your best friend ever. And I was like, oh, my God, I love you. Like, yeah. you're amazing. You're, like, my best friend. Like, I have, uh, like, at that point, I was like, I'm so excited. Like, I'm going to go on this beach trip with my friends. Mm-hmm. Like, all my best friends. Like, love them. Um, yeah. It's just... It is a 
It was such a fucked up situation. It's a fucked up situation. So anyway, that was our 2023. <laughs> that was it. And also, like, the TikTok Charlotte made wasn't even about the beach trip. No, I was talking about my February. It was, like, I wanted to talk about my February, and then I wanted to talk about, like, August with, like, 9 to 5, because that was insane. But, I mean, yes, I guess that did include the beach trip, but it's also, like, I'm, like... I had stuff going on outside of Lindsay and Megan. My world does not revolve around what happened at the beach trip. Yeah. Oh, also, in the voice messages, my ex-boyfriend Daniel said that um, I was too far gone with my mental illness. Newsflash, I have beautiful princess disorder. Um, Borderline personality disorder, which does not affect my normal daily life as much as it used to. Um, He also said, all of the bad things that happened to me in my life are because of my choices. My bad choices. <laughs> Which is insane. Which is crazy. It blows my mind. Because I'm like, I actively make, like, well-thought-out decisions. Um, and I am very much a planner when it comes to me and my life. What? <laughs> There's no way. And it... Jeez. Anyway. So, this was in response to our Instagram sticker... Posted by Newbie. This is our response to your question of fake bitches. Fake bitches. <laughs> um, I hope you love this full explanation of what happened and what hopefully will never happen again. Yeah. Um, ending this on a good note. Me and Margot are looking for apartments and we went to tour one Yay! today and it was so nice. We're going to tour one on Monday. Um, I am one assignment away from never having to do college homework ever again, and I'm so excited. We love. We love. Um, what else are some good things? Um, Margot has started packing up her clothes. I started packing at my apartment. Um, I cleaned my entire apartment today. It's so nice. It looks very good. Yes. Um, what else? We, oh, we shared our Christmas gifts with each other right yes. before we filmed, not filmed, recorded this. Um, thank you for my Christmas gift. Thank you for my Christmas gift. Um, but, yeah. Outside of all of that, life is good. Life is good. It's looking up. It's looking up. We are hopefully doing that. And, you know, it'll be what it'll be. It is what it is at this point. Like... It's okay. Yeah. Do I still have anger towards the entire situation? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. But that's what my therapist is for. Exactly. And we love her. We love our <laughs> therapists. Um, yeah. Anyway, whether you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, um, Spotify, Podbean, RSS, Amazon Music Podcasts, wherever, I'm so glad that you guys listened to this rant. If you would like... To leave a comment about what you think about the situation, we would love to hear about I it. I would love to hear everyone's opinions. Because... I don't know what to do. Because at this point, our our moving forward plan is just to not speak to them. We're not following them on anything. We are going to avoid the locations they are living in. Um, unless if I want to go visit my friend Cordelaine, who lives in the same city as Megan. Um, but... Other than that, our going forward option is just to say nothing and to do nothing. If they happenstance fall upon this podcast episode, I'm so glad you could hear it from our point of view. Yeah. Um, and fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. Honestly, <laughs> to, like, yeah. to 
the three people involved in that situation, I really hope you have a great life. But also, please never speak to me again. Yeah. Go out of your way to avoid me for the rest of your life. Because I know I'm living in your head rent-free. It's because um, I'm amazing. Her foot. <laughs> yes. Her foot. Her foot. Um, oh, I also got a haircut. Um, it looks so cute. And it's so cute. It's like a chin-length bob, and I got my curtain bangs touched up, and I'm like, I dyed my hair back to my natural color, it's which so is cute. so nice. Um, you need to bleach my hair at some point. Yeah, we do. <laughs> it's like really bad. That might honestly be a housewarming thing. Maybe. <laughs> we we housewarm the gift by bleaching my hair. Bleaching your hair in every single one of the bathrooms. Right. <laughs> what? In all three bathrooms. You know, we just move locations each time. <laughs> <laughs> For each strand. We go to a different bathroom. <laughs> All the bathrooms just smell like ammonia, and we're like, ah, home sweet home. Both Phil and Claire are just like, (laughs) we'd have to open a window. Oh my god. Claire's litter box has smelled like ammonia, and it's disgusting. But since it reminds me of bleach, I'm like, oh, this is fine. (laughs) It is fine. It's totally not piss Uh, ammonia instead of bleach ammonia. (laughs) Um, My drink for the night was Lady Grey with two scoops of sugar. My drink for the night, drinks for the night, was uh, Earl Grey with one scoop of sugar and then Diet Coke. We hope that you guys have a very nice week. We will, I hopefully want to either start regularly posting on Fridays or Saturdays. We'll figure that out. It'll be easier when we once we're together. living together, which <laughs> hopefully, hopefully will be before the new year. I just, um, do you hear Claire scratching on the litter box wall? <laughs> I just shivered, and that was just the anxiety leaving my body, <gasps> which feels great, honestly. Oh, my goodness. You see what I mean? Claire is standing right in between. Hi. Hi. Come on. Come here, baby. She's making her way downtown. Walking slow. Stopped under the coffee table. Two paws on an index card, and she's looking at me, and now she's looking out the door. She's licking her lips a lot, looking at. Oh, you like that girl. <laughs> All right. We hope you have a very safe weekend. If you are traveling for the holidays, yeah, please be safe. Please have a great time. Happy Hanukkah. Happy, Happy Hanukkah. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Um, we'll we'll talk. Please to you leave a comment. We will. Please leave a comment. Please leave a rating. Please do follow us on Twitter at Tism Time Podcast. Mm-hmm. We for Thanksgiving we did plan to take a selfie with our families. And did not. Happen. We did not do that. Maybe for Christmas we can do that. Come here. Um, she's standing right next, like five feet away from me, just staring at me. Yeah, she <laughs> very menacingly. Yeah. Um, maybe for Christmas that'll happen, but also maybe not. Maybe not. Um, we just keep an eye out. Yes. Um, we you can follow my Instagram at carrot dot lord one r in the carrot, um, and you'll see updates from us. Other than that, thank you for listening. We will be announcing when we make the Instagram profile yes. on our Twitter, and then we will also announce it on here as well. Clara! Oh my goodness! What? 
Hi. She is our third member. Our third permanent member. Our third permanent member. And One. then soon enough, we will have Philip be our fourth permanent <laughs> member. And he will just scream. Scream. Give him, murder. like, a little mic on his collar. <laughs> All right. You want to say anything else, Claire Bear? You can say something? Just rubbing. Okay. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you so Talk much. Talk to you soon. See you later. Bye. Bye.